It's vaccination day. It's vaccination day. It's time for vaccine shot number two. I've got my mask with Pikachu, but I am running seven minutes late. I hope they'll jab me anyway. I really want this shot today. Now my fear of COVID can abate. I'll see actual real life people. It'll be totally strange. Wow, am I so ready for this change. And for the first time in forever, I'll emerge from my lockdown. For the first time in forever, I'll go catch Pokemon downtown. My right-wing friends might think I'm crazy for being cautious all along, but for the millionth time in forever, I'm pretty sure they're wrong. Hey everybody, <laughs> and welcome to episode mm. 80, landmark episode... Um, <clears throat> now having watched that video too many times. Too many times. Too many times. Um, I realized a fun little detail, different than the detail I was telling you about before, which is oh. he says that he can go play Pokemon, which uh-huh. I'm assuming is something you can do outside, no? Yeah, that's definitely not By yourself, activity. and I feel like a like a 40 something man playing pokemon by himself outside in an urban area pretty much like that's built in social distancing because who's gonna <laughs> <laughs> like come on now yeah yeah i think uh, i think his restraining order of not being allowed to be within 100 <laughs> yards of a school i think is social distancing and yeah 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 that's probably that's the original social distance Oh my god, so yeah, episode 80, take two, uh, because Erica's internet crapped out again last time, oh, uh, yesterday. I know. And like, then we, we we tried to, I was like, okay, I'm going to record the Zoom meeting, so at least we'll have consistent audio, you can just like call back in on your phone, <laughs> and it resulted in the worst sounding episode of all time. And me running and, away and, from a wasp. Oh, that that is good content. Uh, but yeah, literally, we spent seventy nine episodes shitting on other podcasts that sound like garbage, and it just didn't feel right to put something out that was so fucking bad. It was so bad. Content was decent, sort of, but the it was we'll, rough. It was a we'll rough, employ rough go. some kind of like a uh, dead man switch. So <laughs> yeah, then, when the one episode. of us dies, uh, I mean, I'll, that will I'll be released. I'll release episode seventy nine and a half, but like just under the pure conjecture that it, like it it's not canon. It like happens outside. <laughs> of our well, I non canonical episode. I had a good idea that we could just release it to our Facebook group to get people to join the Facebook group that we never post. <laughs> <laughs> I post in it occasionally. <clears throat> Your brother posts in it. Yeah, my brother's like the, the real the real MVP. Of we should just like put, like assign him as admin. Yeah, we should. Or at least like, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> some high rank Give forum that burden official. on him. <laughs> He's like, a you moderator. Can have, you can have uh, admin privileges, but you can't. Just like take away all the really cool admin privileges. No, we'll just give moderator privileges. Yeah, that's we'll just it. Just sort through the <laughs> slop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're back at it again. I realize my air conditioner's been on this whole time, so let me turn that off before we can. I knew I was feeling too comfortable. <laughs> oh my god, it won't turn off. That is your hair shirt. Like uh, when you. Uh, the turn off your um, air conditioning to do this podcast. It's your hair yeah. shirt of purpose. There we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sometimes I take off my shirt shirt when it gets too hot too, but it's it's not too bad. Uh, but yeah. So we're here. Uh, that cold open is so troubling. It's just uh, a harbinger of things to come. <laughs> Oh man, I I'm trying to figure out where to even. Uh, we had like a whole riff thing last time. Yeah, we did. That's gone. It's, uh, it's not natural anymore. We can't. No, force it. no. So, uh, what, how much a week? Um, get in on <laughs> since it early yesterday? and often. Um, uh, yesterday I couldn't remember what I did this weekend. I really can't remember what I did this weekend <laughs> today. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, my butt is kicked after the gym. Really leveled up my programming. I'm very sore, but feeling good. I'm gonna be so hot by the time I'm thirty. Nice. Um, <clears throat> let me think. What did I do this weekend? I told you yesterday. Yeah. What even was this weekend? Should we just play the like, yesterday's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the first thirteen minutes or something was recorded properly. Yeah. So. yeah. Um. Uh, there is always that. I. Oh my god. What did I do? Okay. So. <laughs> Saturday I went to a brewery, you know, just okay, very West Virginia. Right. Um, I feel like I did something cool on Sunday. Oh, I went to Charleston on Sunday. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was nice. That's, that's what uh the big ragu calls the big city. Yeah, of, of uh, West Virginia. I feel like Morgantown is probably bigger than Charleston. That's what I said, but apparently but, Charleston's where it's really happening. Yeah, I mean, true, because <laughs> I'm there a lot. Um. True. Oh yeah. So uh. My friend told me I live up a mountain. So, like, like I was asking for her, her for directions to her house. So, she gave me her address. And then she was like, just so you know, I live on the top of a mountain. So, <clears throat> you're going to have to go up this really steep incline. And I was like, that's fine. Um, So, uh, I start, you know, heading to, like towards her, uh, her place from the Target in South Charleston. And I was like, oh, it says I'm 30 minutes away. And she was like, that seems a little far, but it's probably fine. So I start going and I drive through this little town. It kind of reminds me of the little like what I would call or rather what my realtor called the crazy town. The um, cra- what like, so the crazy, the crazy town, town is, you know, when you're coming to my house and you drive through the little like settlement. Yeah. That's what he calls the crazy town. <clears throat> okay. So I drove through one of those. I'm assuming it was like another like mining settlement. And I took off up this hill. It was very steep. It was very potholy. And then eventually it just stopped being paved. (laughs) So I was like. The picture you posted was like, it was like a dirt road that was becoming like a bike trail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> on a mountain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I was like, this is kind of weird. And the whole time I'm like, I hope this is like a one way mountain. Because imagine another car coming down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Terrifying. So um, I a get a one way mountain. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm a city girl. <laughs> Not according to our podcast uh, description. Yeah, I was like, well, maybe there's like an upside of the mountain and then you go back down. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, so I get up and there's like this three-way intersection. The first has one of those posted no trespassing signs and it's like, this is a private driveway. Do not pass through. The other side also had that, but it literally had this sign that was basically like, if you come on our property, we will shoot you. And then the third cool. way. Americans. Yeah, was just like a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so I called my friend and I was like, do you live in a private, like, area where people aren't allowed to go and she was like what are you talking about <laughs> so i was like what's the name of your apartment complex and i looked it up on my gps and it was on the adjacent mountain <laughs> yes mountain adjacent <laughs> so we had to like i i was on this really narrow i guess like thing of land and I could like fall down a ditch if I didn't go straight in one direction so I had to do this like 50 point turn to go back oh down God. and it was treacherous I'm you so just glad kicked it in reverse the whole way <laughs> I would be dead right now <laughs> there was no guardrail oh, it man. was terrifying so I eventually made it I made dinner for her um we talked about some problematic things yeah where um, are you meeting these friends from West Virginia so this friend I actually met through Dr. Anna. Okay. Because lately you've been like, I'm hosting friends tonight. And it's like, where? Yeah. Who are these friends? <laughs> I thought yeah. you existed amongst the the woods. Yeah. Well, when I had, that was my realtor who came over for dinner. <laughs> That's kind of dark. Um, And then I have some friends in Charleston that I met because, so there's actually, there's this one um really cool company called kinfolk i know kinfolk kin no sorry it's not kinfolk it's okay, called kinship no yeah and i feel like there's just a bunch of people who work for them um i did a collab with them several years ago and we just kind of like kept in touch because I was like, you're cool. I'm cool. Um, let's be friends. And then when I moved down to West Virginia, they were all like, this is amazing. You're so cool. And then like, uh, I think they realized that I'm not. But um, every <laughs> once in a while. A girl. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, we'll hang out. Um, and that's nice. I'm one of those. I'm not one of those friends who's always available. Like, if I hang out with one friend, there's a refractory period. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need five days to, like, I love, I talk about this all the time. I love when you come over, but by the end of it, I'm just like, I need to be alone in my basement for, like, three days. Well, that's because I'm a handful. <laughs> no, you're, you're a joy. I'm just, like, the, like, a textbook introvert. <laughs> not like I mean, like i feel like all these people who don't want to go outside that's introvert stolen valor you're yeah. like straight I mean, up agoraphobes I like i'm like a classic introvert like i can turn it on for work mm -hmm. because that's like work and it is how i make my salary but when i'm like with people i try to give my undivided attention and i just 
uh, there's it's a finite resource. I'm not yeah. like I mean, I'm, like you who gets energized hanging out with people. You're the life I'm a, of the party. I'm a known good house guest, though. You are a great like, house I, guest. I can be engaged or unengaged as as necessary. A <laughs> uh, good example: when I was on my road trip back in um, September, October, the the tail end of the trip, I stayed a couple days with uh, Jesse and Jay Maz. Shout out to them. Uh, some of the nicest people on the planet, but they're literally like, yeah, you can just come and go as you please. Like, you have a place to stay, you know, just walk in whenever you want. So can literally, you hear that? like, what was that? Can you hear that? The crunching? Mm-hmm. A little bit. <laughs> you can continue to crunch, though, while I tell the story. <laughs> just didn't but no, know literally, was, like, they were... a very were, crunchy pickle. It's they gave me, uh, you know, a place to stay... And they're like, yeah, we're actually like kind of busy this like week. <laughs> so I, I was like coming and going in their house and like I would like oh, I'm going to the thrift store. Uh, oh, I'm driving to Western Massachusetts to see my old like college town. And, you know, like there were nights they couldn't entertain me as a guest. And that was like fine. You know, like I found my own things to do. I couldn't do that, though. I'm too Mediterranean. <laughs> I could true, never yeah. have someone over my house and not be hosting them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it it but it's I I can work in both scenarios, you know. So I like yeah, when you so. come over because I can cook whatever I want because I know. Oh, because I have like no restrictions. Yeah, and like because it's it's like if I if I make a canafe, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. Yeah. If I make a canafe for you, I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, and I can have a little <laughs> slice. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, is that uh, anything else up to this? Is anything happened in between us recording yesterday <laughs> and today? Um, I had more Kroger sushi. Nice, nice. There's a poke bowl spot around the corner from my house. I just realized, and I want to try Kroger. It. <laughs> yes, I wish there was a Kroger. Um, I will throw this out there. If we have any listeners in Cincinnati or Covington, Kentucky. I'm going to be there this weekend, so if you have suggestions for things to do, slide into the DMs and let me know, because nice. I'm just kind of going, because it's close enough. Yeah, what what are your plans out there? Um, Walking, eating. Is Cincinnati the <laughs> Skyline Chili Place? Oh, we had this discussion before. I think it might be Cleveland. No, it's not Cleveland. Let's I was thinking see. it's either St. Louis or Cincinnati. Let's see. Either way, I've heard mixed things. It seems it sounds like something gross that I would like because I like chili and pasta and a shit ton of shredded cheese. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio. Should I oh. should I try it? You better get a. You gotta get a skyline chili. You know I eat so healthy. This might kill me. I mean, bonus. It might. Bonus. <laughs> what a way to go out. Um, yeah, I don't know. So this is kind of nerdy, but um. You know, I love engineering and feats of engineering and the Roebling suspension bridge between Covington and Cincinnati is a smaller scale prototype for what went on to become the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. So I want to walk across Made by it. the Roeblings from of Trenton, Trenton, New Jersey. Jersey. Hooray. No one can say they don't learn something on this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spread amongst the two hours you spend, <laughs> you know, you get one morsel of information. Tell all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is an educational podcast. We're pivoting. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I've been working on my NPR voice. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a nice like sultry deep voice going on right now. You just have to channel cook energy, and that's how you do NPR voice. I'm just gonna choke up on the mic and get real ASMR. Oh wait, here we go. Wait, ready? Pickle ASMR. This is my last pickle. Oh man, they're so crunch. Oh, this one might be too small to have a good crunch, but let's see. It's like a gherkin. It's a it's a petite snack cruncher's kosher dill, which is somehow different than the regular mini adjectives to that. (laughs) Somehow different from. Okay, ready. I I think like. Food ASMR might be my it's least so favorite gross. ASMR. It's, it's so, so bad. gross. It's so bad. I feel gross for having done that. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Forgive me. Oh man. Um, but yeah, yeah. This week, I feel like a lot of I, I, I guess in contrast to you needing recharge time, uh, I I've been like trying to go out more. I recharge. You ramp up. It's true. I'm I'm sucking all the energy out of you. That's what's going on. Uh, but you're, yeah, it was you're a, uh, Megan Kelly. No, not Megan Kelly. <laughs> who's the Who's the babe with the the, the perky boobs? Megan Fox. Okay. Megan, sure. Does, Megan Fox like sucking the life force out of machine from gun Jennifer's Kelly. body. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I'm. And you're Jennifer's body. Yeah. I think I think that's how that movie works. You're Megan Fox. <laughs> I'm Megan Kelly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. So I guess it was Friday night. My roommate was in town. She usually goes down the shore on the weekends, but she was like, "I feel like going out," and I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of do too." And uh, so we ended up uh, the. <laughs> so I went out for a walk, and I got back around like nine thirty or ten, and I got dressed. Got ready to go out, put on some cologne. <clears throat> I was good to go. What kind of cologne do you wear? I wear uh, Glossier U. Their unisex fragrance. Mm. It's probably one of the more affordable parfums out there. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I've been wearing it for a while. I guess you could say it's, it's been my signature scent. Hmm. I like it. Um, so... Yeah, I was just like looking good, ready to head out, and I like literally like opened the door like a like a movie, and it was just like a torrential monsoon outside, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, a, like I opened the door and like just closed the door and just went back inside. And the, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not a Grandpa Simpson work, walking in a circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just hat back on the coat rack. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh um... man, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of that situation. So I kind of watched the storm from the stoop for a bit. And then, like, actually, like, got work that I needed to get done. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'd mentioned the new books are here. So, it's been a lot of prep work for that. Mm-hmm. I, I secured... I forget what we talked about and what we did in the last episode. <laughs> that You is secured the, the bag. Awesome. I secured a place to do the show. Yeah. Uh, so, jumping ahead slightly to plugs. August 7th at the 313 Gallery, 313 Third Street, Jersey City. Uh, I'm doing a release party for the new book, and that's also the official and release date of I Still Feel It. It's such a shame because I will... You will be in the area, but, <laughs> but not won't able be to there. attend. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think you could. your family likes me enough that they might be able to like migrate the party. Yeah. Um, Jordan was asking me if I'd be there, and I was like, damn. <laughs> Everyone, we're getting the whole crew. But who's who? 
Well, now that you're not going to be there, I can invite your exes, and that's like an extra four people <laughs> that'll be there in in place of you. Wait, so. do you, wait, do you actually mean you're going to invite my exes? I might. <laughs> one of them is not going to leave Brooklyn, and the other one is definitely not coming down from Albany. So, well, the the one from Albany, I think, actually is going to Virginia to Knox's show. That's funny. <laughs> um, so, all right, I, I'm going to say everybody. <laughs> in the northeast come to my show if you live in the mid-atlantic go to knox's show if you've ever dated me don't worry i won't be there <laughs> <laughs> also true <laughs> at either of them <clears throat> but uh yeah so there there's that but it's been a lot of planning for that i i just i'm glad today... you told me that though because i was considering going to that no, I'm. I don't think they're actually coming to my show, so you should show up. You take priority. I'll, I'll, I'll make you come in shifts. I could actually. I could uh, give me like a bottle of bourbon, and I could make things real interesting. Oh, I know from the last show. I had. Of- <laughs> oh well, that was actually tragic. Yeah that that was that a was rough my weekend. uninvited guest who would not leave, so I had to leave. Yeah, that was a bad night. Yeah, it was uh, a bad night. but it did make me look really cool because you were just like hanging on my arm the whole night. I was like, you got to get the fuck away from me to this dude. <laughs> they, uh, but yeah, we don't need to relive that. That's uh, no fun. But so yeah, the yeah, so there's been a lot of planning for that. I've uh, and picked up my prints today from the photo lab and i went to oh, ikea and spent too much money and uh i'm not even gonna acknowledge that <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's it's a lot of fucking work um shout out to freestyle photo in la they picked up uh 20 copies wholesale to sell in their store on the west coast so if you live in la uh, I don't know if I'm going to do like an embargo on it. You might be able to lend yourself a copy of the book early from Freestyle Photo. But shout out to them. They've always supported me really well. Uh, so I packaged up some wholesale stuff. Uh, I've, I've just been getting stuff. I, I have a playlist <laughs> that's going to be a companion piece to the book. It's good. And I designed that. I've. It was very emotive. It, it's Yes, it's, it's a little dramatic. Uh, but so am I. So it works. But uh, yeah, it's just been it's been fun because it's a lot of different. Uh, it feels good to, like plan these things. I'm currently I got a giveaway going on. I'll I'll plug that towards the end. Um, but yeah, what was it Saturday? What the fuck happened Saturday? Saturday I think I actually went out. Oh that yeah. So Saturday was fun. There was a an art opening at the gallery that I'm doing my show at. So I went to, to, you know, make my presence known, to see and be seen. Oh, my God. I thought I was and... out of pickles, but there's one more pickle left. <laughs> so Sorry. I'm glad you're paying attention to the things I'm talking about. I am, but... Um, so, yeah. No, I went to... And then we, like, migrated to a different art opening where I, like, made friends with the curator who was possibly interested in doing, like, a huge Rangefinder Diaries retrospective. Mm-hmm. She was like... Yeah, I want to do a show where I just kind of like wallpaper this. It was a huge space, like wallpaper the space with just like hundreds of photos. I'm like, well, I have a project that I've been going on for like 12 years and has like 4,300 photos in it. Are there photos of me? Yeah, somewhere in there. I'll go see that. <laughs> just to find your <laughs> single four by six and then leave. Uh, so yeah, there was uh, so that was cool. Just meeting meeting people in the art world out here. Then I went out to uh, 
pet shop and ended up like bumping into like three different friend groups and uh got some like someone just handed me a slice of ice cream cake uh, things are magical in jersey city people just hand you ice cream cake down here i asked you this in the bonus episode but i feel like the people need to know what kind of ice cream cake was there's it. like only one kind of ice cream cake like yeah i mean carvel it could have been a cookie puss it could have been a cookie puss it is not been a cookie a, o puss a cookie o. it was just a standard carvel <laughs> ice cream cake mm. um i do oh i think we've talked about this on the podcast i wish you could just buy those crumbly things I, I, there's got to be a way i would there just i would be. eat that with a spoon just like how you can buy like just just the Lucky Charms marshmallows online. You yes. Know? Uh, know what I actually really love though? I think we talked about it on the podcast, but I love a sherbet watermelon. Mm. The Friendly's watermelon with the Me candy too. seeds. Oh, so goddamn good. Maybe I I'll buy like... one of those and just eat the whole thing. Yes. But um, yeah, it just felt good to go out. It felt good to see people. Um, you should bring roommate... one of those to the bar. You make friends real fast. Maybe I'll do maybe, that. Maybe I'll have one at my at my art show. It's just like it <laughs> just melts one. into a puddle before anyone shows up. <laughs> but or people will be like, "Oh, where's the plates?" And you can just be like, "This is for me." Yeah, this is mine. I am a good boy, <laughs> and I deserve this. Um, <laughs> it's so, yeah. It's uh, it, me. And my roommate went out for the uh, the world like, Euro Cup. It was the Euro Cup coming home um uh, <laughs> throughout the whole morning she, we were deciding we wanted to actually go out to do it and i would just like point at her and she'd like look at me puzzled and i'd just be like it's coming home there was the, <laughs> did you see the picture of the one guy from the italy who was doing did. this and then someone uh someone put the the meme of leonardo dicaprio and whatever move that was where he's like pointing at the screen yeah <laughs> it's it's, it's uh yeah it's so it was just very funny because i Everyone, everyone around here was, was rooting for England, I feel. And then I, like, forgot for a moment I was Italian. I'm like, no, fuck yeah. I'm rooting for the Italians. Plus, England sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a bad place. Why do you think we left? Like, Pip, Cheerio, <laughs> beans on toast. Um. So, something that did actually happen, though. Oh, um. I bought a bidet. I now own the, the holy trinity of uh, houseware appliances. You're officially a bug man. A what man? A bug man. A bug man? <laughs> Why do you say that? Just one of those people who buys things. Oh, well, th- technically, this is, if people remember from January, this is the bidet that previously flooded my apartment. <laughs> I <laughs> so, forgot about that. And it lived under my bed for seven months. Uh, yeah, for people who don't know, three days into moving into my apartment, um, I tried to install a bidet on the very old upstairs toilet, and the shutoff valve didn't actually shut off. And uh, then also didn't stop leaking. Wait, so is your house like my house now where there's a toilet you can poop in and a toilet you're not allowed to poop in? <laughs> I pooped in both of your toilets. So. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I mean, and then don't I bet take one back of them, a good house guest. One of them immediately clogged probably. And that's no, why. No, Brendan, I don't Brendan just... clogged it. That's true. And I tried to you... use it and I, I caught myself before. <laughs> both of you were like, oh, I don't know who clogged it. And I was like, I know that I did it. So. <laughs> it wasn't me. But that was funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was not the one who clogged your toilet. But uh, so yeah, we the toilet downstairs is is it's, to this day he will deny that he he's the one who <laughs> unclogged it. So. Oh, he always does it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I 
we have a bidet downstairs now. So yeah, the whole eternity, the bidet, the soda stream, and the Roomba. We're living the high life now. I threw all my toilet paper in the trash. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to waste this anymore. And I threw it all away. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so actually something that did happen in between uh, recording I love yesterday. We're 30 minutes into this podcast. And now we're talking we about something that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> all these things did happen. But something that did happen between yesterday and today. I was out walking this morning uh, to grab coffee. And I, I crossed the street uh, at, at a crosswalk. Sounds Granted, like a, sounds like you're setting up a joke. <laughs> well, no. So uh, there was a priest, a vegan, and a I didn't have the light, but I crossed the street anyway because okay. fuck them. Uh, and this guy just leans on the horn, driving like a shitty Camry, <laughs> leans on the horn, and I just like I got my headphones in. I I know he's honking at me, but I don't like look at him. And then he just like, yeah, he's wearing like a, he's like a Hispanic guy wearing like a flat cap, like a cabbie hat. Do you mean Latinx? He he was a Latinx. (laughs) (laughs) Latinx. So, but he goes, he goes, hey, motherfucker, you're a fucking faggot, aren't you? Aren't you a fucking faggot? Yeah, you probably love to suck dick. You probably want to cock up your ass, you fucking faggot. And he's like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I, I didn't, I like, didn't actually, it. I didn't realize there was this much. I thought he a just called it. you a faggot and then. Yeah, no, he, he called me a faggot and then proceeded to, like, build upon that. To the point where I I, I didn't pay him any mind. To the point it sounds like he wanted you to... No, so that's exactly what I was saying. Was I was thinking, it's like, this went from him insulting me, and it, like, it's, like, went into fantasy territory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I just looked at him like he was the one in the wrong, like, the crazy one. Like, I don't give a is. shit if I walked in front of your car. Like, hit me or don't. Like, yeah. move along. But... <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you probably want to suck a dick, right? And you probably want to take a cock up your ass. He, and then he's like, do you? Do you? <laughs> do you like, um, I'm interested if that's the case. <laughs> but I hadn't been called a faggot actually a really nice in a guy. long time. I had a pretty good response to this, which I think you should share. So Erica immediately <laughs> just sent me uh, incinerate by Alicia Elijah, previously talked on our episode with Jordan. <laughs> So now this just lives on our soundboard. <laughs> Erica's <laughs> prime response to be, me being called a faggot on the street is. That's a fucking faggot. Never not funny. I say it all the time, and then I'm like, oh, I can't say. This. You shouldn't say that all the time. That barely flew in 2007. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it it really brought back some nostalgic memories. <laughs> of, uh, back in the day when people just used to yell returning. that out the window at me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, like when I used to drive my parents, uh, like candy apple red Sebring convertible, like just constantly being yelled. At. I don't want a victim blame, but you were asking for it. <laughs> yes, but yeah, this guy, it was wild, and I just, I just stared at him like. I saw right. someone earlier today, um, who was driving a Sebring convertible that they stuck, like you know the the turbo sticker from the back of like a Porsche. Yeah, they stuck that. On there. I mean that's that's crappy car joke like 101. My my friend had a Chevy Aveo that had like a BMW M sticker on it. It's pretty good. But uh yeah, it's a 
Yeah, I don't know what the what the fuck happened this week in the, in the I, world. I, well, okay, so I saw that, and now I have to talk about the the most West Virginia thing I've possibly ever seen, and I feel <laughs> okay. like I say that a lot, but yeah, it, you keep learning more things. I ha- I was like doing talk to text in my phone so I wouldn't forget about this as I was slowly driving down the street, not to make a spectacle of myself. Um, okay, so it was a gaggle of men in coal miner uniforms. Are you picturing it? There's probably maybe like eight to 13 of them. Okay. Drinking beers while standing around. Wait, how were they drinking beers if they were minors? <laughs> yes. Minor. Hardly know her. Um, and so they were drinking beers. They were standing around an above ground pool nice. that was in someone's front yard i love that <laughs> it's great. was it in was it a part of crazy town <laughs> it is it's like the first house that you see when you get into crazy town it really really sets the mood perfect that's that's like that's key crazy town might as well call it ableist town oh my god gaslight town <laughs> gaslight village <laughs> gaslight village that's probably pretty apt actually <laughs> um yeah, no, but I actually do have some discourse. If you're ready for the, the oh, discourse portion, never ready. No one's ever ready. Um, did you see Victoria's Secret Karen? No, I have <clears throat> no idea what okay. any of those things. If mean. you haven't, I recommend not watching it. Um, <laughs> okay. there's people who are finding joy in it, like just like piling on this woman who is very clearly a sociopath and has serious issues kind of like genuinely upset me i think what happened was so no one knows what happened before the filming started there obviously must have been some like inciting moment um but what you see is this woman like lunch for this um disembodied voice of the woman filming who is a black woman she starts filming her and then this woman has like a mental breakdown and is like flopping around on the ground it's hard to watch um but i took some notes <laughs> like a play um, by play yeah well no i want, just... I want the video with like a like a, a the like play by play circles like they draw on it like <laughs> like <laughs> espn I, I guess like i'm at the point now where i have absolutely no tolerance for this kind of bullshit i think it's troubling that anyone could watch it and think this person deserves what's coming to them because it's just like we're gonna remove the carceral state from like the government and police and put it on ourselves uh it's like we're just brainwashed to think that sacrificially laying someone down that we deem as like unfit like on the altar of public opinion and mob rule uh just to like basically like for no reason like to be lambasted and then like mostly for the clout of the person who's doing like the posting um and people just kind of go at it only to prove that uh that we i say we like in a broad sense of like the people those watching that we are not unfit it's disgusting and it frankly makes me never want to leave my house but i i had like a thought because I used to watch these things and I used to be like, well, that's annoying. But now I'm kind of just like, honestly, she was justified in having a breakdown because we all know like what happens when you get filmed. Yeah. And 
I realized that like the more it's done and like the more people latch on and they sort of like try to get these people fired from their jobs which is really fucked up and things like that it made me realize it just takes like an exceptionally dark dark triad personality to like willingly turn into what I'm just gonna go ahead and call a surveillance state narc yeah like that's what you're doing I but at the same time I feel like I need to add the caveat I also wouldn't try to hit someone but then I wouldn't be in Victoria's Secret to begin with but I I think it's like this whole like accountability culture is just it ruins people's lives people know that it's for clout it doesn't actually do anything they took all the worst parts of like evangelicalism and like turned it secular and made it more cringe somehow I don't know it's just like I I think I would liken it to like the Israel conundrum in which the aggressors are masquerading as the victims um And, like, every woman that's like, yeah, uh, this is white supremacy in action. Like, you're Eve Barlow. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, mean girls never grew out of being mean. They just got TikToks. Yeah, I think I think what we have to look forward to, I think there's been a couple people talking about this, but it's, like, kind of the bleak future. It's just going to be everyone filming each other all the time mm-hmm. just to, like account for every moment of everyone's day and interaction so like things can't be misconstrued it's it's or not it's, it's like worse the than the surveillance of, state it's like the human resources state everyone yeah, turns yeah. into a same same deal with like uh, yeah like people i don't know just having record of every interaction so like they can't be like called out for doing something they didn't do yeah. Or I don't know. It, it there's no positive outcome for it. It's just so fucking dark. And it's and it's not even like a. It's not even like cool 1984 dystopianism. No, it's, it's like so much worse. It's like you mouthed the n word while you were singing a rap song. Well, it's not. So now we're gonna get is, you it's, fired. It's, we're we're so gonna lay beyond... you at the sacrificial altar of TD Bank. Have fun paying your bills. Oh, it's and not then even this like is big... where my class reductionist hat comes on, and it's like. How is that class solidarity? Is that what they're calling a Philly's hat now? Yeah. <laughs> Philly's a very blue collar city. Um, but yeah, it's it's like worse than Big Brother. Because yeah, it's not just the government. Like the government has us now spying on each other. Yeah. it's Like we're doing their job yeah. for them. It's the so it's worst like even possible worse. outcome. And we're doing it like gladly. And there's our, like a jury of our peers who are cheering us on. And it's just like... We don't need the state to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. They can have relatively clean hands if we're just going to do it ourselves. Someone someone had a, a meme I saw the other... Uh, that was... It was a picture of, like, Zach De La Roca saying, like, liberals in the 90s. And it said, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Mm-hmm. And then liberals in the 2020s, it just says, fuck you if you don't do what they tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's literally it. It's such a shame. Um because it's like i don't know this can easily bleed into like the vaccine discussion but it's it's true that like i don't know it it seems so backwards to me that we protested last summer like trying to 
it, it's almost like we saw these injustices and we overcorrected in all the wrong ways. Yeah, and then like we were nothing like, now, actually really changed yeah. except like now the police have more power. And yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, like in this like discussion, people are like, "Well, I'm glad that she filmed it because if this was a black woman, she would have gotten shot." And it's like that's anecdotal at best, but at the same time, it's like. No, we're missing the broader discussion that needs to be happening here, which is like this is not okay. Yeah. And like if yeah, I wasn't like gonna like if I wasn't gonna swing on someone the second the camera comes out, you bet I'm swinging on them and I'm taking it and I'm smashing it. Yeah. I mean, this is the same shit with like the <clears throat> Shikari Richardson stuff. This is like old news now already, but like, you know, everyone came to a rescue and they're like, it's unfair that she smoked weed. And now she can't run. And then, like, immediately after, people are like, well, she did tweet some stuff that's, like, kind of unsavory when she was 15. So oh, maybe yeah. we shouldn't be supporting her at all. I'm or gonna, she thinks yeah. she thinks Lil Nas X is cringe. So she's is, not an ally. He's a Bank of America gay at best. <laughs> and, um, but, okay, but yeah, so, so I, like, need to, I need to actually go back to what I said yesterday. Uh-huh. Because I actually got a lot of hate for this, but I feel like um, I feel like it's a little bit true. Um, hold on, I have to find it. <sighs> yeah, the the Shikari stuff is just like it's it's crazy that <clears throat> just immediately turned around because like she doesn't immediately support every single thing that you think people should support. Yeah. Okay. Or so she, here it is. She was just you know a child. Yeah, and she was like fifteen. One of them was a few weeks ago, or like a few months ago. But she was yeah. But again, it's like okay, what do you actually need from a runner? Yeah, they have to be like, they don't have to have all the same political opinions and and societal opinions you have. They just have to be fast. Yeah, that's the only prerequisite for being on the Olympic team. Honestly, but okay. So what I said (laughs) yesterday was the unanimous support than mere. The unanimous support, the near immediate disavowal of Shakari Richardson only proves that the current state of neoliberal activism was never about justice or shifting status quo. It's always been about making sure others on your team know you're not doing a wrong thing. And then something I was afraid to tweet because I knew I would definitely get canceled for this because it's a little bit out of pocket if you're not going to think it through critically. But people being like, oh, uh, I wholeheartedly align myself with this cause until like the person who sort of inspired the movement does something wrong and then they're like no 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 we can't do that and the people who then abandon that it makes them basically all the conservatives who are like we think that the police should stop killing people but we can't support blm because george floyd was a criminal and it's like (laughs) what do you need of black people do you need them to be perfect and blameless by like anyone's definition because then you're just sort of like you're looking for like a martyr instead of actually trying to make change and then ultimately i feel like if you if your whole belief is like that shaky that someone not being perfect as you want them to be if it can be kind of like you know like like you're the the little pig and you was it the pig that made the house out of straw and then the wolf blew it down then like it wasn't a strong argument to begin with uh this just took me back to uh the most insane thing that happened uh was nancy pelosi saying like 
George Floyd sacrificed his life for this justice <laughs> to happen. Yeah, and it's just like he had to be murdered by the police for the police the thing, to go to jail for murder. This is the thing that like I wish like conservatards and like people who deify George Floyd would realize is like it's really sad that he died, but it was never about George Floyd. And the second you no. make it specifically about George Floyd, you're doing it wrong. It's like he is like it's just so bizarre to me. I yeah. I don't get it. How what about could just what about not... all those people who pretended that George Floyd was a good rapper? <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh boy, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the the soda company that Stephen shared with me. That was uh, it was basically it was soda that was designed to be made into lean. Oh okay. <laughs> And they, cool. there was this one guy that did like a, it was like a marketing video called Rest in Peace George Floyd. And it was the weakest rap I've ever seen. <laughs> I love bad. dedicating like a song to somebody and having it being like the worst thing on the planet. Uh, Yeah. David so Guetta called. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> um, But oh, yeah, man. I don't know. This whole like, like... Orwell couldn't have seen this coming. It's oh, so no, bleak. It's, it's but there so is one beyond. shining moment. So like the whole thread of people talking about this video is so sad. It's like girl boss type white women being like, "Yes, queen, way to film her." Like accountability. But then there's this one woman who tweeted at TMZ just blocked the person who retweeted this. The use of Karen as an attack is coming nuts. There are websites of Karens talking about the hate they're experiencing, and there are stories of adolescent Karens taking their own lives over the attacks. Really. And the this person, their their name is Dr. Karen MD. And then someone <laughs> just goes, Link, please. And she goes, Closed group, you must be named Karen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some eyes wide shut nonsense. Oh my God. Yeah, it's uh... all the Karens at the eyes wide shut party. <laughs> oh it's just yeah i don't know it's it's so fucking also dumb. who under the age of like 42 is named karen yeah I, I love people who post like wild shit and then like don't actually like like this is huge in like the q world where like you just post some wild shit and then disappear no not even disappear just be like this is gonna happen and then people are like oh i want to know more about this and they're like it's not my job to educate you. Yeah, just like do your research. <laughs> there's there's this woman I've I've talked about her before, but she uh she's insane. Her her current Facebook header is, is uh composited license plates, New Jersey license plates that just say Murphy sucks. I mean, he does. And then her her uh profile picture is just like three different uh of those like overlay filters <laughs> that say take ma- take the mask off i will not comply and, and, um i will not live in the pod i will not there's eat uh, i posted it on our facebook the our, our instagram stories the other day she like linked a bunch of just weird it's like a facebook group called like the joker godfather quotes <laughs> those were bizarre she was also the one who posted the meme of just the the little like Chinese baby sitting in a in a 
tidal pool at the beach and it just says she owes us an apology for Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, the, the big thing now is the banks. Uh, and I'm trying to think what she posted that was like truly insane. And oh, yeah. so it's uh, oh, this is actually this is pretty wild. Um, so, okay. How familiar are you with the new rainbow currency? I know nothing. I'm already exhausted. So apparently. Is this like TD Bank, like Bank of America gay bullshit? Kind of. Yeah. It's actually really funny. So uh, I guess it does all tie together with that. But apparently there is some weird mention of uh, the Great Reset. Where oh, yes. Or as we like to call it in my house, the Great Retard. <laughs> So apparently part of the Great Reset is all the banks of the world are going to like absolve debt and create a new global currency called rainbow currency. But it's literally people are like, oh, my God, it's that same like hiding in plain sight bullshit where they're like, oh, my God, all the banks changed their colors to rainbow during June. (laughs) This is like a global signal that it's happening. Ron Paul gif. It's happening. Yeah. And uh, so literally she posted a thing of like the gate, like one of those like uh, overlay things you can do for like Facebook to like post the status. And it's like a bunch of rainbow stuff. And it just says rainbow. It's at all the banks, but hasn't rolled out yet. Rainbow currency. Are you aware? <laughs> and everyone in the comments are like, what are you talking about? And she's like, do this research. <laughs> it's like, like you have a platform and a captive audience. How do you not know how that works? It, exactly. Uh <laughs> And the people in the comments are just insane. Uh, get the fuck out for real. I can with all this specialty bullshit. And then someone said, tell me lore. And then someone says, did you see the special cards for the transgenders? Oh, show them the Ikea couches. And then someone says, what? Special credit card. You can put whatever you want on a Wells Fargo card. <laughs> and it says... The new money backed by gold, silver, and platinum is arson bow colored part of the Great Reset. Guys, Google rainbow currency. Nothing has to do with LGBT communities. And then someone said, Google Krypton. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, Google rainbow currency. And someone goes, Google currency like crypto? And then someone else goes, I don't get it. What is it? Can't be good if it's backed by Google. They literally think that it's Google currency, not to Google currency. It's not backed by Google. I said Google rainbow currency to learn about it. It's backed by gold and silver. Like money. I don't know. And then it goes, oh, sounds like Nasara Gasara. So it sounds like we're getting back on the gold standard, which yeah, thank God. Uh, Apparently it's this thing called Nasara and Gasara. Um, Another another fairy tale to hide the digital currency that will control your life and enslave us all. That's not a fairy tale. Banks already have it on hand. It's not backed by the Federal Reserve. It's backed by the Treasury. Big difference. These are the same people. This is the same woman who's like, you're actually not like a civilian. You're just a citizen or or you're just, uh, you know, you're not actually a part of the country and you don't have to follow its rules unless you follow like marital law or something like title. It's so insane. These people. Um, so starship troopers. 
so oh so the big thing about nasara which is supposed to be this great global currency reset thing the big scam was nasara was supposed to be implemented the morning of 9 11 but they crashed planes into the building to to disrupt the rollout. Wait, so it was a good. So actually, it's good. So actually, it was a big <laughs> scam. Nine Eleven was to stop the global uh, currency do, release. How do the dancing Israelis fit into this? Uh, I think they were just happy to be there. <laughs> that was <laughs> unrelated the dancing. Yep, yep, unrelated dancing. Yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> Nassar was supposed to be implemented the morning of 9-11. So what does that tell you? No fairy tale. The deep state is terrified of it. Puts a stop to their gravy train. So I guess they want it to happen. Yeah, so wait, is it a good thing or a bad thing? No one knows. No one, <laughs> these people don't know what they actually want. Yes, backed by gold. The digital system the is thing, the though. old SWIFT system. No one backed knows what Backed by Solver want. called XRP. It's not XRP. Ripple is fucking nothing. No one uh, knows what they want. No, the great reset liberal, would only be digital. Neither li- no, liberal nor Democrat nor Republican nor communist. No one knows what they actually want. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they will they'll never be happy. Uh, yeah. So they're saying like, oh, like the whole country went to shit and we got off the gold standard and. Uh, <laughs> Politics, like honestly, having a political opinion is just a way to make yourself sound smarter than people. <laughs> it's basically like a way to find a community yeah of people oh, that's who all it like is. yeah it's just it's just the b9 boards again oh my god <laughs> 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 but yeah i just love the idea of like all the banks had rainbow uh in their in their advertising last month it, it's it, they're rubbing it in our faces yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's just so insane to me. But, I mean, everything's fucked. Like, the the ocean's on fire. People are finally, like, coming to terms that, like, individual (laughs) environmentalism is actually, like, just environmental theater. Yeah. And as long as... Oh, you mean the the ocean is on fire, the... the the fault of men in capitalism, that the the woman-run, state-owned Mexican... (laughs) Oil pipeline was set the ocean on fire. It's time for women to step up and take control of big oil. <laughs> See, that's that people were saying that, and then I know. Uh, well, that imagine how like being, this like, was being woman, so fucking so. stupid and so like fart sniffing of your own shit <laughs> that like you don't actually do the research that like a woman actually was in charge of. Like, but then also, like, why would you like uh like you should be. We should be like no more oil companies instead of being like more woman-run oil companies. Yes, we need well, more intersectionality just, in the fossil fuel industry. It just brings it all back to that uh, that classic meme of the uh, the people the the cartoon of the people in the Middle East being bombed by a drone, and they say the next one's going to be sent by a woman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's that exactly. I think uh, a very underrated um, or very missed opportunity to have that picture of the ocean on fire with the. Uh, the this is fine dog in like a submarine yeah it's true it would have been good yeah and i'm not gonna make that for the album for the art this week but maybe i will <laughs> depends on how <laughs> de- desperate no, for I'm, content i'm very very over the ocean being on fire and all the like the same four jokes that people told about <sighs> it just gets so old Ooh, i guess this is because i didn't bring my plastic bag portlandia made that joke several years ago yeah yeah i don't know i just uh, 
don't make me choose what kind of fucking straw to use. No. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. They it all really suck. doesn't. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> nice. Good one. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is a decidedly anti paper straw podcast. Oh, like, paper straw is like, the, I don't it's want the my, worst texture. I don't want on it to planet. implode upon itself like a dying star just because I took like four sips of my coffee. Yeah, it's goddamn work. Like, how could something that's like literally its only purpose is to transfer liquid from one place to another be so bad at transferring liquid? Because it's paper and paper dissolves in water. Yeah. And then the cup um, is still plastic. Oh, your Phillies hat reminds me of uh, the other thing that happened this week was the the 200 white supremacists that like, for some reason, like trucked themselves like freight. (laughs) from texas to philly just to be scared off by like 10 Patriot people front? i'm gonna say they are all feds you think no it's proven they're they're feds educate yourself what were they trying to prove no i'm saying or are you just like, saying that all feds are fascists i mean they are <laughs> but no it's like well known that patriot front is just a like it's a collection of feds oh okay yeah well are, wait it's not the one that like they helped like storm the fucking like Michigan, uh, capital and stuff too during like the anti lockdown shit. Sounds like something the CIA would do. <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's it's a work, no doubt. But the thing is, they they like went across like literally halfway across the country, and then like ten dudes showed up and like yelled in their face, and they just like packed up and left. It would have been even better if they were all wearing Randall Cunningham jerseys. <laughs> No, one dude was literally wearing Throw like a year of the kni- He was wearing like a year of the knife shirt. Of course. Like- <laughs> so good. And the dude probably knew like Joe Hardcore, like no doubt. <laughs> and then Joe uh, Hardcore was like probably he was like the only non-fed. Just kidding. I love Joe Hardcore. <laughs> but uh the the fucking uh yeah, like they all showed up in their fucking khaki pants and their their like polo shirt and they had their little like it literally looks like a a children's police shield yeah (laughs) and then some dude yells in their face and they're like well pack it up back to back to texas (laughs) because they're feds and they could expense it that's true it's a business trip yeah (laughs) 56 cents a mile (laughs) plus tolls they're like you want to put a you you wanna you wanna go to you wanna stop it? They probably stopped at Geno's and put some some cheesesteaks in their Bank of America rainbow themed government <laughs> credit cards. Well, they, I think Geno's is the first one to start taking uh, rainbow currency. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah. So let's let's get in some questions. I know we have a bunch, and some of them yeah. are even left over from like last week. Okay. Um, <sighs> I got a good one right off the bat. Okay. When was the last time you shit your pants? Um, I don't know. I gotta say, that episode of Come Town you told me to listen to, the new one where Adam (laughs) shits his pants, is the most insane. It's so sad. Like, 30 minutes of a podcast. He gets so sad. It made me, like, actually feel bad for him. Well, what's, what's really funny is, so I've been listening to it from the beginning. Yeah. And, like, I've been, like, working my way from both ends. And uh, there was another episode that I listened to like earlier on where Adam also talks about shitting his pants on the train <laughs> and just having like turds like fall out of his shorts. <laughs> I feel like most times when people shit themselves, it's like diarrhea, but he had like a like a hardened. No, it, it was probably mi- a mixed bag. 
<laughs> but it was very bad. Very yeah, disgusting. But I yeah, don't it's no the last time I shit myself. I, I was probably I, honestly a, a baby. People are yeah, say people are probably gonna try to call me out on it, but like I don't think I've ever shit my pants. Yeah. I've come very, very close. close. But then like you can you, like if you're like like if you think it's just gonna be a fart and like usually you can tell before you commit to it. Yeah. I yeah, I I think I've come very, very close, but nothing has ever exited <laughs> the cheek zone. <laughs> when was so, the last time you had skid marks? <laughs> I, I don't understand skid marks either. <laughs> like how? Well, because you're a bidet man. Well, now, I'm a, I, but I've only recently become a bidet man. <laughs> uh, Maybe you just have really hard shits. No, not also not the case. I think I just haven't. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, people skid marks. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's life? disgusting. Uh, ne- never been a problem for me. Couldn't be me. But yeah, I don't think I've ever. I've had, I got good shit control. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> oh my god i wish that we were recording in the pre-roll we just uh, we, created we like a collage the, of sound we got all the funny stuff out of the way <laughs> uh, why are stephen king and dean Koontz the same like make out already what that's very disrespectful to stephen king yeah. that just, <laughs> that just... i have no strong opinions <laughs> What the, what did Dean Koontz even write? What's his like most famous book? I don't even know. Uh, I, when I first read it, I thought she meant the guy that does like the the like uh, balloon animal sculptures. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Who is that? Jeff Koons? That's Jeff Koons. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's how much culture I know. This is my favorite. <laughs> I, there's like no oh because the Simpsons it's so hard to find like Simpsons clips. Uh, but there's the the famous episode of The Simpsons where they like they run someone over on their car. And they're like, oh my god, we ran over Stephen King, and the guy goes, I'm Dean Koontz, <laughs> and then they keep driving. <laughs> so good. That's the only they, part. That's the only thing I can think of a Dean Koontz. They call What's his, everything. Like, big book. I know he has like a million books also, <clears throat> but what the fuck is the Dean Koontz book? Yeah, I don't recognize any of these things. Odd Thomas. Oh my god, he's got really bad hair. Like full All helmet. Right, now head. I gotta look. <laughs> I bet yeah, there's I'd... some Dean Coons uh Stephen King fanfic. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, he's got he's got Oh like, yeah. It's, it's a weird He head looks of hair. like he looks um, like he's getting the, like the monkeys. <laughs> he looks like a what was the, the Sitwell from uh uh, Arrested Development who had alopecia and he wore that really Jr.'s bad character. wig yeah oh man uh, is nostalgia toxic I like nostalgia I think that if you're describing anything as toxic you're lost to the culture war <laughs> I um, if you remember actually I'm nostalgic back- for the days where things weren't called toxic <laughs> <laughs> the um 
what was it uh remember back last summer still endlessly proud of it and i feel like it's it's ultimately very underappreciated but the uh when i redid the sunscreen song i was good uh it was i was real good I recently listened to it because I sent it to a friend and I was like, oh, I'm still proud of this. Yeah. But there is a thing I said, like, nostalgia is a poison sold to you by by people who are trying to convince you that the past is better than the present. And I still stand by that. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's not bad. The present is better because you can't go back to the past. But I feel like there's nothing wrong with thinking of it on, like, in fondness. I I think nostalgia, there's the fine line of nostalgia being sold to you. That is like yeah. bullshit, you know. Nostalgia like it's okay to be nostalgic terms, about things, yeah. but like when it's packaged and sold to you, like Ugh, fucking. Like um, if you're if you're thirty and you're buying Lisa Frank, yeah, 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 just yourself. end it. Uh, yeah, it's it's I don't know, like fucking uh, Vice right now is doing like the dark side of the nineties or any of those VH1 shows. Like I love the nineties, I love the eighties. Like fucking move on. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Which sport has the sexiest athletes? Hockey. Oh. Uh, and then beach soccer. Volleyball. Hockey and then soccer. I'd say a, a beach volleyball. And then maybe... Uh, <clears throat> tennis? Maybe tennis? That's basically outfits. Yeah, I'm going to say beach volleyball. Okay. So you yeah. like uh you're a big fan of the volleyball scene in Top Gun? Yes. Cool. Specifically. Uh this would be a good time for that Alicia. Excuse <laughs> 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 me. Uh Okay, well my so I have one more question, but that's it's gonna be like a whole thing, so I have a lot of like rapid fire questions. Let's do it. So is Dan an ass or boobs guy? I'm gonna guess and I'm gonna say you're a boobs guy. Um, I appreciate a total package. Uh <laughs> but I funny enough, I mean, if those are the only choices, I'm gonna say I don't know. That's actually I, really okay, good so we know the real answer is a top row of teeth. <laughs> that's true <laughs> i'm a specific type of smile guy i mean no i i it's hopper of teeth and a good brain <laughs> is that demisexual <laughs> what is what's the one that I'm, I'm attracted to their intellect sapiosexual is that what it is oh it's yeah. so dark um yeah I, I if those are the only options i think i'll go boobs yeah, uh, but if we're being like honest, I'm like a face guy. Like I love yeah. a good face. So she can be like really bad in the body, but if she has a good face, you'd go for it. This is putting uh, you in a really bad situation. It's putting me not in a good spot for sure. <laughs> um, everyone I've ever dated is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, the face, face is where it's at. If that includes a nice top row of teeth, you know, <laughs> oh, that that's part of the face, baby. Uh, Nike, Adidas, or other? I'm a New Balance girl. Uh, I was New Balance for a long time, uh, and then I converted to Adidas, and I've been wearing Adidas lately. Uh, rate shoestring, curly, steak, crinkle cut, or other fries? Oh, I don't love. Fries. I, I like an overly fried food. 
Out of those, I will say I like Curly the best because usually I feel like they're very seasoned and I like that. Shoestring, if there's something good to dip them in. Shoestring is like a bad dipper, though. You just have to get the right ratio. <laughs> is there such a thing? Yeah. Like, know. get like a two or three of them together and get like a medium sized dip. <laughs> <laughs> I I think really I like know. uh uh yeah I don't I don't know I think I think I like I like diner like diner fries you know what I mean uh yeah I like the European fries that they don't peel and then they're like chips come chips crisp yeah chips I guess. Yeah, I, I like the like diner. the Belgian. Like when I was in Belgium, all the street vendors had fries with like sauces, mm. and there was this one vendor that had this like Salisbury steak esque sauce that you get, and then like an aioli, and you they just like gave you the dips and they gave you the fries, and they're piping hot and they're so salty. Those are the fries that I would waste calories on. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, I. I don't There's understand the hate. There's a good Belgian fry place in sometimes. Philly called European Republic. Yeah, I think like, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna diner fries. I don't know if that's an audible, but they're they're crispy enough, but you can also like put like shit on them that they don't get soggy, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're also like bigger than normal fries. Crinkle yeah. cut's not bad though. I don't like crinkle cut. I don't like ruffle chips either. I like ruffle chips. No, not for me. Steak frites are good when you can like dip them. True. They're good with steak. That's it. True. Um, why do people even like NYC? Uh, Stockholm syndrome and self-importance. Uh, well, yeah, it's the latter for me. That's why I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I've always loved the city. Um, as the title of my new book uh, uh alludes to, I still feel it. Not jaded yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I like the city. I like also living up away from the city. Like I I love Jersey City because it's like it's like a step back. You know, like I can be as in the city or as out of the city as I want. Just like step I can like back go to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just it's it's nice to be able to be so close but also not be directly in it i mean it's the same reason people live in like brooklyn and shit you know yeah um but yeah i mean uh, i like it i don't know there's a lot of shit going on i like being close to museums and cultural centers and and good food and it's also where the industry is so i kind of have to live here if i want to be a photographer full-time for the most part yeah. So true. that kind of affects my decision a little bit. Um I don't know. I I like it. Do you remember what it was that I did the last one cuz oh, here we go. Questions from the last time. Mm. Uh How many years does humanity have left? Did we talk about that one already? No. Um uh, that's act- honestly something I try to not think about. Yeah, yeah, I, really I, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I'm just fucking winging it. I yeah, I think people get really fixated on it, and it's like, well, 
I could die tomorrow, so yeah, why exactly. should I worry about it? Um, follow up. What is your post-apocalyptic persona of choice? I guess like I I kind of hope I like die before it happens because I don't have any desire to live like that. Like well, this is always an stressful. icebreaker when we hire new people at work, and they're like, "What would you do in the zombie apocalypse?" And I'm always like, "I would wait it out." And <laughs> like if I die, I die because it's no way to live. But yeah, I, guess, I mean, I I guess I if have, I had to pick, I feel like like a shirtless guy who runs around and like catches like food to eat with arrows is kind of hot. So I'll just choose that as like the the person I would shack up with, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I, I, the I, the Norman Reedus character. I have I have a zest for life, like most people. Um, a joie I, de vivre. A joie de vivre. I I prefer living as opposed to not living um, yeah but would you want to live in those conditions that's the thing it's like it yeah. seems really it seems really annoying i think it's like it's like, it's I think like if people my... who insist on getting like the biggest stupidest dessert instead of like the best most decadent smallest dessert it's like why do you need to make this experience longer than it has to be i i just think it's like if if my convenience or comfort level goes any lower than it is like right this moment <laughs> you will literally kill yourself i will <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking to a man who has a roomba a bidet and a soda stream <laughs> like now if i have if i go on vacation like it's gonna be worse than staying home because there's no bidet there <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go to one of those like hotels with like the actual second toilet bidet. You know what I'm oh, talking about? I've been um so I'm looking at taking a trip to Georgia, the country. And okay. Are every you gonna single plan another revolution. What yeah. And every single Airbnb I'm looking at has that. Oh yeah. Most other countries have like, like a more a better yeah, bathroom situation it's than America. So good. Did. But um, um yeah, so yeah, I I I appreciate a level of comfort and convenience and uh, anything below that is um, unacceptable. Um, do you think true lifelong monogamy exists anymore or do you think we need to change so often? I think it's just a highly personal thing. Like I, I know that the idea of mating for life is more or less um, kind of like the a byproduct of like the romanticism movement. Just like kind of like a trickle down from art and music and just like the general themes. I actually have a very good episode of Unboyfriendable about it. Um, just talking about um, non-attachment and how the idea of non-attachment is like you could be attached for life, but you're not going to hold on if you're not supposed to be. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I do think there is something beautiful about making a commitment and trying to stick it out um no matter what but obviously both people have to be aligned on that yeah and it might not exist anymore so i think it's mostly just a highly personal decision and you can't really live your life in accordance to what anyone else is doing or even what like the cultural norms may be um you have to not look to your milieu but just instead look to yourself and figure out what it is that you want and what your priorities are yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to personal belief and personal experience as well. Uh, I mean, a great example is my ex. Uh, it's kind of part of the reason we like split up a little bit was because I, you know, my parents, we just had a 40th anniversary party for them, you know, mm -hmm. and 
when I remember was planning that party, my ex was like, oh, like how? Like, how is that possible? Yeah. You know? And I know a lot of people are, you know, people like products of divorce and things like that. And yeah. it skews your perspective of the possibility of like a lifelong love. Um, I mean, I grew up with parents that are together and still are together, you know, and that it it skews my perspective the other way, you know, like I know it's possible. And yeah, uh, it was kind of that thing. It's like, I, yeah, I believe it is possible, but I also believe like you shouldn't prolong something that is like necessarily bad to like keep up with this fantasy of a lifelong love you know um yeah because then you get kind of like you get like attached to the relationship before like the person and then before your own needs and then the next thing you know you're like oh that's the story of my life yeah (laughs) you're chasing after this relationship that might not be good for you might not be good for the other person but you're just doing it for the sake of like keeping it going and that's not good for anyone yeah so it's uh yeah i I think it comes down to you and your partner and a a good way example of just like how any relationship should form is just like oh like you don't have to think that far in advance just like think about the next time you see them and then that turns into the 30 next times you see them and then the 100 and then it just kind of snowballs you know yeah like there's no reason to put pressure on stuff uh just fucking enjoy it while you got it Get it while it's hot. Get just like French fries. <laughs> um, okay. Uh yeah, before they turn into like They'll get soggy. Yeah, they turn into like something inedible. Hmm. Um okay, so what is your list? This okay. big question. <laughs> so, uh, we might have to end it after this question, but it'll it'll take a little bit. Um okay. what was the best song on the punk goes crunk compilation? Does it hold up? Um, I feel like we might have to include some. Uh, I feel like this I mean might we can we can go through it right up. now. It's it's um, bad. It's worse than I remember, and it's been so. This came out in two thousand eight. Oh my god! Do you want me to? Do you want me to start? We can we can play through, and we could choose our favorite. Yeah. All right. Let me Let's know if that. you can hear this or not. First one is put your hood makes up. Me, this makes me think of. Do you remember when Alanis Morissette covered my humps? No. Oh, man. No, thank <laughs> it's you. It's going to be my other people's content this week. Okay. Uh, so um, first off, we got set your goals with put your hood up. I don't even remember that song. Out in the wild, we have the dinosaurs. Just listen very oh, I hate this. This is so terrible. Oh, my God. I hate this. Oh, my God. No. Lightsabers. Death Valley Jim Dodgeball. Santa. Halo. This shout out Santa. I'm gonna skip ahead. Was this was this Lil John? I think so. This is like offensive. Yeah, why does it sound like? I think he's going for the Eminem thing, but he just sounds like a like a forest troll. If I remember correctly, like they they changed the song to be about like. Like, like Star Wars. I think they replaced like the N word with like Yoda or something. It's really God. dark. The next one is "Got Your Money" by Say Anything. This is one I thought I remembered liking back in the day. So let's see how this. Say one Anything holds is up. a little cringe. 
Oh. Oh baby. no. <laughs> oh no. I dedicate this to all the pretty girls. Why did they oh, forgot he did okay. like a all the pretty like a spoken word version. Oh no! Did it? Oh my god! Be having it in this house, cause bitch, I'll Wait, he replaces the N word with N word. N word. You gotta put that in the soundboard. And then lift up your skirt. And if you want this beamus, God made beam and beam will bust your ass. Stop annoying me. Yeah, I play my music. Oh no. Okay, so can I just ask something? Yeah. Why did they feel the need to do this? And also, 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 why is the infamous cover of uh was it the number twelve looks like you? Uh Hold on, I gotta find it. Number twelve looks like you covered my Sharona. No, they covered another one. Oh. I guess Brendan could probably. What did they do? Also, they... can I ask you a a, a a very personal question? Yeah. You're you're the only friend I like for some reason get friend activity for on Spotify. Yeah. Why were you listening to Hoodie Allen? <laughs> because I was working out. Can we talk about how Hoodie Allen is like the worst name on the planet? It's bad. It's so bad. Uh, was it Crank That Soldier Boy that they did? Oh my God. Are you, how dare you compare Number 12 Looks Like You with, with I Set My Friends on Fire? That's right. That's right. How dare you? <laughs> That's like actually <laughs> offensive to me. Of all the things I could ever be offended about, that's like. <laughs> That's that's bad. <laughs> Are you gonna end the podcast now? Maybe it, that's just <laughs> unreasonable. Uh, let's... You gotta you gotta play that now. Oh my god, no! Maybe maybe after. Burr, burr, um, burr. But yeah, so then we have I wish. Uh, remember the secret handshake? I wish it was a little bit taller. I wish it was a baller. I used to I love the secret handshake. And I realized it just it's bad. It's, it's really bad. I wish it was a little bit taller. And he plays ball. So how am I going to compete with that? When it comes to playing basketball, I'm always up to be picked. It was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I remember me and my friend were like, there was Who one originally picture. originally did the song? Was it Mike Posner? What? No. It was Skilo. <laughs> Mike Poster. Was Mike even around in 2008? I don't know. Skilo is like actually like a. This was like a hit in like the early 90s, probably. But so you're just saying more offensive things again. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking the I say of a, so many out of pocket things on this podcast but like this is this what's gonna do it it's gonna egregious. be the nail in my coffin someone's gonna show up to my house and they're gonna ask me <laughs> they're gonna what the frequency by. is kenneth and then they're gonna murder me <laughs> uh this next one's the men in black song by oh forever did you ever get into forever the sickest kids there was like one song they had on a compilation that i would listen to sometimes i never got into it uh oh my god so produced this era for production was so bad there's no can i make an observation about this entire 
whatever you want to call it this collab abomination collab, abomination yeah i don't think any of them actually wanted to do this like there's no soul in it i think they all had a gun to their head i mean so far the only one that seems excited has been set your goals <laughs> and it was bad yeah it was bad uh this one is is one of the more egregious ones on the list it's uh yeah i mean yeah california love by my american heart did they're they the ones who did the you're the keys to my organ song i'm not even gonna try because i have shown i know nothing about culture on this podcast This one actually sounds like a rap song. So they just took the existing production and put guitars over it. Yeah, that's they really did. all they did. The only one they can do that is uh, Lil Wayne featuring Kevin Rudolph. <laughs> I Want to Rock or whatever that song was. That was the first song I listened to in my car. Oh, my God. Uh, I Want to Love You. The main, another band I never got into. This has yeah, like, I never got into them. Oh yeah, Akon. How many babies got made to this? Oh my god, he he sounds like he's like making out with a microphone. How many babies named like Kaylee got conceived to that? Ugh. Like Kryptonite. Kaylee, like spelled like. C A E I G H L E I G H Y. Who who did the original? Night, oh, man, Emmanuel, famous up. for the song called "You, you Cannot you Rape the Willing." I hate it. Uh, this one is like just an affront to cover in general. The Seed 2.0 by The Roots. I think it's also the least listened to song on this entire playlist, but it's by Personnel. Oh man, uh, this is this is what I thought oh my was God, one of the I, hits. The the most listened to is "Still Fly" by the No. It's, it's actually oh, it's um, not umbrella, umbrella by All Time, time Low. Wow. The, the, but "Still Fly" by Devereaux Prada. This is the one I remember the most from this sticking out. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. This this had major plays in like a lot of people's cars in this era. Like pulling up to the hardcore show, blasting this <laughs> so you, people know you have culture. It's the only one that didn't, if it doesn't sound at this point, like they were trying to make it sound like a rap song. Yeah, I think that's why it was decent, or not decent, but like they actually did. A, I hate when people do cover songs in the style of the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Especially when it's the something you're not me, good at. Between the Buried to Me has an entire record of cover songs, but all the covers sound just like they did a Queen song and it just sounds like a Queen song. Like, yeah. It's it's insane. It is especially because uh, you know they're not going to do it as good as Queen. So of course, why not. would you even bother? But like you're a you're a technical metal band, make like a technical metal song. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear Bicycle Race sound like the original Queen version. <laughs> like, they just got like the they just took the vocals out and added their own. Yeah, at least the Devil's Prada added a breakdown. You know. Yeah. Uh, here's All Time Low with Umbrella. No, there actually is a breakdown in Still Play. <laughs> Again, I mean, this very much sounds like an all-time love song. Yeah. 
they're not much different than Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, just just fly through the rest of these. They're fucking awful. I did used to love Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. I I like Scary Kids, Scaring Kids too. This is like late era Scary Kids, Scaring Kids though. Yeah, it's not as good. Oh my god. Did you just say the N word? I'm assuming. I'm hoping. This is not the singer Scary Kid Scary Kid's doing the song. Is this the only band that had like an actual person of color do the song? Because they really wanted to say the N word. Yeah, well, at least they didn't do what Max Bemis did. N word. It is a little like. Like a Jarry. little stupid voice. Oh, and word. Uh, the Escape Frame, a band no one's ever heard of ever, but they need to fill it out. Alright, this one. Hot Rod Circuit covering gin and juice. I feel like this one has to be like the most egregious. Oh my god. So bad. You gotta turn it off. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. I can't. This we got two is, more they songs. Should, they, you know, they, they, this probably got a lot of play in Abu Ghraib. <laughs> 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 they're just like, they're just blasting the, the say anything version of I got your money. The terrorists are like offended. They're like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm just like upset. Uh, hey, like, y'all, oh, which is. I'll talk. I'll talk. Lorraine Drive, another band I've never heard of, playing a, like covering a song that never should be covered. Like, Hey Ya is, if World Peace wasn't achieved by Hey Ya coming out, like I feel like that's the great equalizer. Like we may never achieve World Peace. Hey Ya did what the day after 9-11 was supposed to do. <laughs> it took away all of our rights and enacted the Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> it set up the nanny state. Yeah. <laughs> the first uh, and then the last one is ten, uh, Newfound Glory doing what I remember to be not a horribly atrocious cover of Tennessee by Arrested <clears throat> Development. Because they like kept it like acoustic and like. Never at once felt so alone. I know trees my full father's home from. Ask those trees. The Lord allowed me to drink some more. Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah, it's pretty not good. Offensive. Not bad. Uh, I'm going to say absolutely no. It does not hold up across the board. What do you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, and I guess for best song, I'm going to say Still Fly by Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, me too. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this podcast is good for. Everyone also definitely like. It was that pickle juice. No, yeah, <laughs> so you're drink- I forgot you're drinking pickle juice. I love pickle juice, by the way. But. Well, it's pick. Well, I wanted a pickle back, but I didn't want to shoot want it, to shoot so nothing. I just mixed the whiskey and the pickle juice. I think. I think after that, there's no coming back from that bit. So we need to. We need to wrap this up. Uh, you do you have other people's content this week? Um. Yeah, I actually do. It's very phoned in other people's content because I'm pretty sure it's been like. Very similar to like ones I've done before, but I can't lie about what I've been consuming. Can't we would never lie to our listeners? Never. It is the Ohm album. How many times have I recommended Ohm on here? Probably a lot. Advedic, 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 
songs. Um, it's, you know, it's just very much like uh, in whatever phase I'm going through right now. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's it's actually very much like uh, me today, yesterday, and forever in that it's like, uh, you know, it's stoner metal, but there's a lot of references to like Lebanon and orthodoxy, and they actually start one of the songs with like a Islam, um, like the call to prayer. So it's just interesting. It's definitely a little like cherry picking of the aesthetics of certain religions, but it's very nice. I like it. You can listen and just zone out with or without weed. You love weed. I do. It's my most toxic quality. Um, yeah, mine this week is it. Well, it was <laughs> on the forgotten episode that it, uh, don't just gay plan discography, but it's changed <laughs> since. Um, so I, I just listened, it just came out today as of press time, but it's uh, the episode, uh, it's not a Patreon episode either, so you don't have to pirate it. Um, but the podcast, yeah, but still, episode 348. Uh, and they have Andrew Callahan on, formerly of All Gas, No Breaks, now currently Channel 5. Uh, but super interesting conversation. He talks about how, like, the parent company of All Gas, No Breaks, like, kind of cheated him out of his own company and basically claimed ownership of all the intellectual property and pushed him out. But apparently he's working on, like, a Tim and Eric movie that's coming out soon, and he talks cool. about just all the wild shit he, uh, you know, he, like, just lived in an RV around the country for like three years straight. Uh, and he actually talks about some crazy shit. Like he, he lived for two weeks in a tent in the chop. We've already forgotten about the chop, uh, in, what is uh, the chop, the, the Capitol Hill. Oh, autonomous it, it, zone. Was the, it was the Chad, the Chaz, and the Chaz, and became the chop. And the but he was like, wow. he like watched that person get shot when that happened. <laughs> like Damn. wild shit. But he talks a lot about like cool stuff like that. And he just talks about like all kinds of, it's it's a really good interview and he's like very well spoken, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing well. But yeah, it was a really interesting conversation. Just like seeing, he's like, yeah, like being in Minneapolis to like two days after George Floyd got shot, and then being in like Portland, Oregon, four months later for people like claiming they're like protesting the same things. He's like, no, like they're just opportunists in like the in the Northwest, like. People need to hear that. Yeah, it's it's very eye opening for that. He's like, yeah, like this different shit was happening. Like, yeah. Uh, so that was it was cool. It's a good it's a good listen. It's not a Patreon episode, so uh, search it out. You know, obviously, yeah, but still needs our listeners. But yeah, <laughs> it's cool. a good it. The, the it's good it's good. So check it out. You got plugs? I do. I have a Substack now, Woo! and it's you're a subscriber. What do you think about it? Um. I've only read the first intro, f- uh, and I, I, if we're being honest, I read the first article and I said, who is this for? It's for people who are into weird shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm excited to read the second one. Yeah. It's about tahini. Yeah. More things I can, million dollar houses and, and tahini, two things I can relate to. Yeah. Um. No, it's not. It's not unrelatable. It's. I was kind of actually making fun of the houses. So. 
I know you were. Everyone can make fun of houses. Um, yeah, it's just going to be like, you know, I'm going to share recipes and little little hacks. Life in West Virginia. There's a playlist that I'm putting out later this week. Um, yeah, I'm having fun and I think people are having fun reading it. So I think any I think you need to con- like life hacks turn it into like those weird like algorithmic created life hacks. <laughs> like putting Bigger the egg every in time. vinegar. <laughs> Bigger every time. <laughs> sorry um yeah so that um and then yeah i'm just gonna kind of focus on that for now and once again if you're in cincinnati or covington let me know what to do get some skyline chili with you yeah come get some skyline chili with me (laughs) i can record it and we can put it on the podcast i think dan's jealous what are your plugs daniel Are are you done yeah you didn't plug your other things. People know where to find me. It's in the show notes. <laughs> uh, well, if you don't know where to find me, it's uh, Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram. DanBassini.com. New book officially announced. I still feel it. Uh, it's uh, probably my most conceptual work. It has a wonderful forward um, presented by um, E.M. Rikini. Uh, yes, truly. <laughs> her her professional name. Uh, but yeah, it's got a lovely forward that I think uh, it's my first time adding like text to any of my books. And I think it puts it in a very good context while also being like a nice piece of writing on its own. Uh, books are available now for pre-order. All pre-orders uh, placed before August 7th uh, will come with a four by six signed print. Uh, I'll probably be sending the books out the first week of August or so, and going to be doing a release party August 7th in Jersey City, um, 313 Gallery at 313 uh, 3rd Street, Jersey City, New Jersey, and uh, so if you live in the Northeast, uh, you better be there. Yeah. And I'm also if doing a giveaway. If you've ever dated me, you should be there because <laughs> you don't have an excuse now. It's true. Uh I'm doing a giveaway on Instagram. Uh, find that if you follow me, follow the gallery, and uh, tag some friends in the post, uh, you'll be set up for an entry to win a five by seven framed print of the cover of the book. Looks very cool. You'll also get a copy of the book as well. Uh, so do that. I'm just gonna make a bunch of sock puppet accounts and I'm gonna enter so I win it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that doesn't help with my growth. <laughs> <laughs> Tag. See, that's me. and My roommate were talking about that because uh, she was helping me kind of uh, get the whole thing together, and she was just like. I don't understand it. People post this shit all the time and tag me in this bullshit all the time. You have and 81 comments right now, sir. That's more than it was when we started this. Yeah. But it's still like it's, it's better than the God. If you fell for the Venmo bullshit, like you owe it to me and the world at large to like. Wow. This Rafzilla. Rafzilla is really, like in the lead right really, now. Really, really likes you. <laughs> Raph is a good dude. <laughs> uh but yeah so if you fall for that bullshit like actually support real artists and and shit that matters yeah. and get the word out um don't be a fucking corporate shill uh yeah so uh yeah fun fun little giveaway get yourself a free book get yourself a nice sign print 
Uh, wait, there's like a little argument going on in the comments. I, I love it. <laughs> I can't wait to, to read that one. <laughs> That's what I like. Creating a microcosm. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Fucking come out. Come party. Everyone's been waiting to have like art in person again. So uh, I'm looking forward to fucking celebrating. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And Eric will show up and I find out that you're talking shit about you me. You should show up in general. Because <laughs> you know I'm talking shit. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow our Facebook group, The Have a Nice Life, Pineal Gland Decalcification, Fast Track to Success Cult. Been posting um, some really good stuff on our Instagram, I gotta say. Yeah, our Instagram's been really good lately. Uh, maybe we will release... Uh, <laughs> the for the the secret episode via some hidden links somewhere yeah so follow us on all platforms to to maybe get access to such we'll exclusive do like a scavenger content hunt. <laughs> <laughs> just like geocaching in the midwest somewhere that someone has to find a flash drive with the lost episode it's taped to the bottom of a bowl of skyline chili <laughs> <laughs> um all right Let's uh let's wrap this one up. Uh Have a nice life. Bye. Excuse me.